0: This episode of Truth Table is brought to you by our NAACP Image Award-nominated book, Truth Table, Black Women's Musings on Life, Love, and Liberation. Get it where all books are sold. Sisters, how y'all feel?
1: Brothers, y'all all right? If this is your first time at Truth's Table, welcome to the table. And if you've been sitting at the table with us all these years, we are so grateful that you have been listening to us through these years, and we are inviting you to partner with us and support our work at patreon.com slash truthstable. Now pull up a chair and have a seat at the table with us. Hey y'all, welcome to Truth's Table, midwives of culture for grace and truth. I'm McKemney. This table is built by a Black women and for a Black women. So welcome to the table, sisters and brothers. How y'all doing? So y'all, I am flying solo today because C is feeling a little under the weather. So I need y'all to stretch your hands toward our sister C uh, and pray for her healing and that the Lord's healing virtue will pass through her body, okay? Uh, And she's bummed that she can't be here for this episode because uh, we are talking about black male wellness, okay? And I am so excited about our guest. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying not to fangirl, but I am fangirling because I am just I am a big fan of this brother's work. Um, I am so honored to have Kizzle, the founder of Express Yourself Black Man and Black Man Safe Haven here at the table. Kizzle, welcome to the table, brother. How you doing?
0: Kemenis, uh, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. This is uh, I think this is going to be a great, great, great episode. So, yeah, I'm honored to be here.
1: I am so glad you're here. Y'all, I have been following this man's work for, I, I feel like it was since about last year on Instagram. Just, mm-hmm. just the, the, the content that you put out, the, uh, the podcast clips that you put out. And I have to tell you, I'm a podcaster that don't really listen to podcasts.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, same. same. So, yeah.
1: Oh, you too. Okay. Yeah. This I is don't the thing. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is thing. the thing
1: because yes, we talked about sure. this all the time on True Said We'd be like, "Yeah, we don't really listen to podcasts. We do. I don't even to listen. Really to listen
0: to mine. To <laughs> I barely listen to mine. You know, like <laughs> I'll be honest. Like that's the truth. That is,
1: but uh, no, because I know because once you recorded it, you're like, I'm done. Oh, I don't, don't want to go back,
0: back to it. Yeah, like I don't want to go
1: back to it. What's done yeah. is done. We y'all, y'all. We just already having a conversation. Hold up. Let me tell y'all. Let me mm-hmm. tell y'all a little something about Kizzle, just in case you don't know about this brother. Okay. Kizzle is the founder of Express Yourself Black Man and the creator of A Black Man's Safe Haven. Express Yourself Black Man is building a healthier Black community by teaching and equipping Black men with the tools and resources they need to grow and heal. Express Yourself Black uh, Black Man focuses on meeting Black men where they are and offering them the information they need to succeed in language they understand. The platform consists of a podcast available on all your podcasting platforms, a social media uh, community of over 75,000 Black men across all social media platforms, and a whole holistic healing app for Black men called A Black Man's Safe Haven. Safe Haven is a holistic healing platform that was built to take the stress out of the healing journey for Black men. In Safe Haven, Black men are paired with Black therapists so they can finally heal from the things they find it difficult to talk about. And they're provided access to a support network of over 250 Black men so they don't have to heal alone. Express Yourself, Black Men is currently one of the largest mental health platforms for Black men built by black men. So follow, you can follow Express Yourself Black Man on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, or you can go to the website, Express Yourself Black Man. So that's Express Yourself Black Man. Welcome to the table, Kizzle. Listen. Oh
0: my God, that was, that was, you You read that better than I would say it.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 I've I been at this for a long time, my brother. And I, I so... <laughs> I love that it says Express Yourself Black Men is currently one of the largest mental health platforms for black men built by black men. Now, first of all, you know, that's music to my ears. That True table is a table built by black women and for Black women, you know, but before Mm -hmm. we even get into all of that, Kizzle, I want to know, I would love to hear about your own faith journey. I would love to hear Mm -hmm. about how your own faith um, brought you (laughs) to this point and how it informs your work. At express yeah. yourself, black man. What's your origin story, brother?
0: <laughs> man, you, wanna, you you're trying to get me uh, emotional up in here, man. Um, but that's that's <laughs> all happens, good. That's what we that's that, that's what that's what we do all day, right? That's 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 what right. that's what the platform is for. Is for. Mm-hmm. So, um, my faith journey, man. I, honestly, uh, all glory to God. Without God, I'm not here. Right. Without mm-hmm. my relationship with mm-hmm. God, I'm not here. Um, but to be honest, what what really sparked all of this was um me going through depression and and like at that point, my relationship with God was very, very shaky, very shaky in the sense of I was going mm-hmm. through a time in my life where I was like, "God, why are you putting me through this? Mm-hmm. Why am I going through this? Why am I experiencing this? I feel like I'm a good person. Why do mm-hmm. I have to go through all of these hardships? you know, and so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm questioning God a lot, and I've never mm-hmm. been one um I don't go to church now. I don't go to church often. Mm-hmm. I haven't found mm-hmm. my church home. I do believe in, in church, but I mm-hmm. just haven't found my church home. And at that time, mm-hmm. I definitely wasn't going to church. I wasn't really reading the Bible as much as I should. I wasn't praying as much as I should, right? right? So I was dealing with mental my mental health issues. I wasn't really taking care of myself physically. And also the spiritual side of things, I wasn't taking care of as well, right? And that's right. why we do the holistic healing inside of Safe Haven because I know it's important to have all of these, all of these uh, facets. Yes. And so during that time, I'm going through my 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 battles with my mental health, and I'm questioning God, why, why are you doing mm-hmm. this? Why am I going mm-hmm. through this? I just mm-hmm. want to get through college. You know, like I don't want to have to deal with all of this right, right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. and um, I would have days where it's like I'm going to school and I'm smiling and everybody thinks that everything's okay. And then I'll come back in, in, my, in, the, in the comfort of my own home and I'll be crying. I'll be sad. I'll be frustrated. I can't really figure out what mm-hmm. to do. Um, and so that's what led to me really trying to understand how to get better. And that was an okay. incremental, incremental, uh, you know, journey where I had to realize, like, um, there was things that I needed to do for myself to take care of myself mm-hmm. and, and my mm-hmm. mental health my physical health, my social, you know, social health. Um, But then also one of the big things was I I started praying. Like one of the big things that I did was I really started praying and just talking to God and having these kind of conversations. And that's one of the Mm -hmm. things I always tell men is like, we run from ourselves. I had a post that I put up. um, I said, black man, stop running away from yourself. And one of the guys commented Mm -hmm. saying, I don't know what this means. And I said, mm. running away from yourself means not doing this, the deep introspection, the deep self-reflection to understand who you are Come on, and Katie. what you're put on this earth to do, right? Yes. And so through those conversations that I was having with God, I kept praying and praying and praying. Then I realized, like, wait a minute, this thing that I'm going through, we don't talk about this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't talk about this at all. We don't talk about depression. We don't talk about suicidal ideations. We don't talk about dealing with anxiety, yeah. And so at that time, I started feeling a little bit better about myself and what and what I was doing with my mental health, my social health, my physical health was getting me to feel a little bit better. And so I started something called a Kizzle brand, which was a project aimed at raising awareness for depression and helping people through difficult times. I remember vividly in 2017, mm-hmm. I had no nobody knew me for mental health. I didn't have a yeah. whole platform. I didn't have a podcast. I wasn't even thinking about doing any of that. I wasn't even in therapy at the moment at that time. Uh. yet. And I came on Instagram and I was like, yo, this is what I'm being called to do. I'm going to help people through their mental health. I still have the caption to this day on Instagram, on the Kizzle brand Instagram from 2017, right from 2017. And that was God placing the seed. Right. And so from there, it didn't just blow up overnight. Right. Cause Mm -hmm. this is what, this is what happens. Like you'll get the idea, but you have to go through the process. And so I was really being, my faith was being tested. Everything was being tested. And so throughout mm. the process, I'm going through it. I'm going to schools. I'm going to organizations. I'm, I'm reaching out. I'm teaching them workshops and stuff. But I'm not getting traction on it. People yeah. are every so often telling me, hey, man, this is great. I love what you're doing. I'm like, man, me too. But I, I can't keep doing this if I'm not going to be able to gain any traction from it. Right. And right. I was still at that time kind of questioning, why am I doing this? right? Mm -hmm. Like I have, I have, I had a steady job at the time. I don't really need to do this, but I knew there was something Mm -hmm. deep within me that was calling me to do it. And that was God, right? Like every single time I felt like I shouldn't be doing it. I'm like, nah, man, because you're actually helping people. The goal is to actually help people. As long as you've, I've always said this, as long as I'm helping one person, my job is done, right? Like that's, that's, that's my metric for success, right? Everybody has their own metrics. My metric is as long as I help, one person and so that's what that's what helped me stay rooted through three years of no revenue no real traction that's that akila brand page still doesn't have more than a thousand (laughs) followers you know what i'm saying so when people see the success or the overnight success they don't understand that there was three years of build-up until this to get up to this point all of the trials and tribulations and the things that i learned and the, the failures that i went through all are lessons that helped me to build express yourself black man so in 2020, mm-hmm. pandemic happens. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um. I ended up getting into a relationship in 2018. We stayed up. We stayed together until 2020. Okay. She ended up cheating on me, and so then that's when I decided oh, yes. to get into therapy. Yes. Right. Yep. Okay. That's when I decided to get into therapy. When I got into therapy, I learned all these different things about myself, and through the conversations that I was having with my therapist, conversations I was having with my friends, and just like one day when I'm sitting by myself. Uh, something came to me. It just said, express yourself black man. And at that time I made a collage Mm -hmm. and I just showed all of these different black men that had played a role in my life in some way, shape or form. And I made a caption again. I said on Instagram, oftentimes as black men, we don't have a space to express ourselves. And that was the the spark. Once I I read that, I was like, man, let me see if I can find something that, that can speak to me on Instagram as a black man that's going through his mental health journey. I couldn't find anything. And so that's when I knew there was a gap that I needed to I needed to fill. I had conversations with people around me and they they felt like the stuff that I was putting up cuz I was talking about it on my personal Instagram page. I would talk about mental health, I would talk about therapy. They were they were pushing me to go in that direction as well. And plus the conversations I was having with God, I was like, "Man, there's really mm-hmm. a I was I was I'm I'm so motivated." Now, it's not motivation is not even a word. It's like this is deeply right, rooted right. within me. Right. Like oh, it's yeah. not something that I can just get, I can, I can just take out and not do. And so that started the platform Express Yourself Black Man. Those conversations I was having with my therapist, conversations with God, me being obedient. This is why I tell people mm-hmm. you have to stay obedient to what God is calling you to yeah, do, even when it feels uncomfortable. That's you know right. what I'm saying? That's because right. it's gonna get uncomfortable. You're gonna That's have right. people that are gonna be potentially doing better than you. You're gonna have mm-hmm. moments where it's like, dang, I could have just did this. Right, but mm-hmm. if this is what God is calling you to do, the reward is so much greater than what you would potentially be doing for yourself. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yes. I took those 3 years of "quote unquote sacrifice in order for me to be able to not only help myself, but look at all the people that were helping on the platform. When you read the yes. bio, you said 75,000 cuz I sent you that bio last month. But it's but yeah. It, it's it's at 100,000 we're at 100,000 plus now. Wow. Yes. you know and the, oh the platform goodness. is the, the platform is growing people are seeing it and so I'm saying all this to say that my relationship with God it started off very very rocky but as I started to trust in him and have faith right. that he would lead me in the right direction that he was leading me in the right direction forsaking me that he was always there guiding me things started to shift and that's a big wow. that's 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 a struggle I'm even having right now. I'm in a moment i'm in a i'm like in a fasting period i don't i'm not fasting like with food i'm fasting Mm -hmm. with like music and like i'm just being i'm in a period where i'm trying to be i'm trying to get things very silent so i can hear
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right Mm -hmm. and in this moment Mm -hmm. i'm going through like some of the biggest things i've i've gone through in the business just i've never been through some of these things right like i've never had a business that has a hundred thousand people on on instagram I've never launched a platform before to help black men to heal. I've never launched a a, a program to bring in therapists as coaches to help black men. Right. So I'm in a period where I have to get very silent and hear what God is telling me to do. Not what other people are saying, because we're going to get off track. And if we get off track, we're not doing, we're not, we're not bringing people into the kingdom. And that's ultimately what the goal Mm -hmm. is, is to bring people Mm -hmm. to the kingdom. So I'm saying all that to say that my relationship with God has started it started very rocky but as i trusted him more right. it got it got to where it needs to be and, and and i've been rewarded for my obedience so i'm going to stay obedient i'm going to stay obedient
1: obedience obedience is better than sacrifice you know mm-hmm. and jesus said my mm-hmm. sheep hear my voice and another they will not follow right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know you said there's so much in there just talking about how you know, at first, you know, the relationship was rocky and you were just going through all this stuff. You're like, man, why do I got to go through all this? Well, I'm just trying to get through school, you know, mm-hmm. and recognize. So there was this recognition that something was off and something was wrong. You're coming home and you're crying in the privacy of your home. And you're like, I don't understand, you know, why that is. And you're and you're mm-hmm. praying. I love that you saw God in prayer. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you lifted up something that I actually think is interesting. So in this series, in this series of Black Brother, We Love You. We mm. just had an episode, uh I want to say about two, three weeks ago about black men in the church. Mm. so we brought our pastor friends to the table, four mm-hmm. <laughs> four yeah. of them, uh oh actually, technically three of them uh to the table to talk. We're like, what is it with black men, you know, in the church? what is it that repels them? Mm-hmm. what keeps them? you know and so now that' no, no, I got you here it's, little, mm. it's not off topic, but it is because our spiritual no, no. Yeah, yeah, you know, our spiritual health also does impact. You know, we're holistic. One of the
0: biggest. It does it's impact one of the biggest.
1: Our, our mental health, right? I would love yeah. to hear from you, Kizzle, about mm-hmm. your own relationship to the church, or maybe why you haven't yet found a church. And I will tell you, it it ha- it, it is it has been difficult to find a church home i I was already in a church but in a very very big church and it was just a little too big for me so i had been Mm -hmm. looking for another church by god's grace i found another church actually just joined on sunday and i'm so Mm -hmm. hype and excited and my pastor's awesome um but i'm curious uh from you just to hear from you just about because you talk about prayer and just even now you're just trying to tune out voices i wonder Mm -hmm. how if you were in a good church Say a good church, a healthy church, <laughs> how mm-hmm. that would help to impact and continue to stabilize, you know, your work mm-hmm. and what you do. Can you speak, you know, to that? You know, I am ministering to you right now, too. You know, so this is some sneak stiff, but I want to hear, I want to hear from you about what keeps you from the church or what, how, how come that hasn't quite yet been like maybe okay at the top of the list? Like, let me go find myself a good church.
0: Okay? Yeah. Here's, here's, here's a couple of things, right? When I think about mm. church, Um, Mm Because you talk about black men in the church and that started me thinking along the lines of one of the things that we tend to run from as black men is judgment. Mm -hmm. Right. So judgment Mm -hmm. from people not having a safe space, not feeling comfortable to be vulnerable in order to find a church home. Those things you need to find, at least for me personally, I have to find Mm -hmm. a space that's free of judgment. I have to find uh-huh. a space that I feel comfortable being myself in, and I have to find a space uh-huh. that really speaks to me, speaks to me in a way yeah, in which yeah. makes me feel seen, right? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And so, uh-huh. I think that's one of the that, those are some of the issues or some of the the blockers that can stop, at least me specifically, from finding yeah. a church home. But then also, I'll be very uh-huh. honest with you: I haven't, I just haven't prioritized it. I grew right. up when I I, I I have I'm so glad you made that, uh, made that no, that's 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 the that's the root of it, right? Like we could talk right, about all right, these right. things that we can't find in the church and all that. But if I was looking, I would find it, right? Like I'm not looking at this point. Come right? on, right? I kids, have to be honest, you know, I have to be honest with myself, right? So yeah. I'm not looking at this point, and I'll say the re- and I'll say part of the reason why is because um I've gotten to a point with my relationship with God where I um I feel comfortable quote unquote, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, take that with a grain of salt. I, I feel comfortable sure, sure. with just sure. having these conversations, praying in the car mm-hmm. and praying to myself, praying by myself, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I've actually mm-hmm. never really had in my teenage or adult life, a real actual church home. So I don't even know what that looks like. I don't know what that does ah, for your spiritual health. So I right. can't look, I can't say, okay, yo, you need to prioritize that because remember when you were in it before, what, was, uh, what it was yeah, You don't have I don't a base ha- of knowledge. You know, yes, exactly. I don't have yeah. a base of knowledge that would, that mm. would spark that for me. Right. Whereas mm. like going to the gym and falling off in the gym is like, nah, man, when you was in the gym before you lost five pounds or you gained some muscle, like nah, you <laughs> got to get back in there. Right. Like you have mm-hmm. that base of knowledge for me. I don't have that. So I think it's mm-hmm. those two things. Um And it you. also can be kind of daunting going to a church for the first time by yourself, at least for me, I'm like, yeah, damn, yeah, man. I got, I me. I struggle a little bit <laughs> with social anxiety. Um, okay. So, so coming into new spaces, even even as simple as it being a grocery store, right? Mm. Going into a grocery store, going into a new gym, going into a new environment, that is anxiety provoking for me. Ah. Just thinking about the fact that I'm gonna have to be around people, especially, especially, people especially you don't know exactly if I'm by myself yes. and people that I don't know. So these are some of the yeah. issues that can arise for me, um, but not excuses by any means, just an explanation. Not but that's by any good. Way, but, mm-hmm.
1: That is good, Kizzo. I That's really helpful because we have a lot. We got a lot of. We got a lot of brothers at the table. We got a lot mm-hmm. of sisters at the table, and we got a lot. We got a lot of pastors, you know, that mm-hmm. listen and they need to hear mm-hmm. this. You know, and the, the brother pastors that were just, you know, on a couple of weeks ago, they listen to True Table, so it's going like to be it. helpful yeah. for them. It'll be helpful yeah. for them to hear this to know, like, mm-hmm. okay, like that mm-hmm. might be helpful. Like, how can we be more welcoming, but in a way that might not be off putting or. Triggering, anyway, you know, particularly, especially if you have social anxiety, that can be a little intimidating walking into uh, a new church. I can tell you though that when you get a good church home, you have good community. You know what I mean? You Mm -hmm. have a good um, base where people know you and Mm -hmm. know you by name and check Mm -hmm. on you, and they're praying for you. You know, Mm -hmm. and you have somebody, a, a, a pastor. If you have a good pastor, you got one that you can actually. Bring (laughs) all of these existential questions and things, like particularly when you were going through, like God, why am I going through this? I'm trying to go through school. I'm trying to, like, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean. You, you can have somebody else that can speak to you, that can bring you uh, the theological and spiritual import. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. they they might not be able to give you the mental, but that hopefully a good pastor will tell you, and also therapy,
0: right? Right? And I think a lot
1: of pastors are making that shift now.
0: Um, I can say
1: I've seen that. I have seen that. And I think that's a good thing, particularly in the black church. I'm happy to see it. I hope and pray it keeps going. Uh, But anyway, this is this. This was my little my little uh, soapbox. I just needed to hear from you because we just did an episode on it. And you Mm -hmm. said it. And I was like, let me see.
0: That's a great question. Yeah
1: yeah no i'm glad you know what let's take a quick commercial break i can't even believe mm-hmm. we already at the commercial break y'all
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but we'll take a quick commercial break and then when we come back we are back at the table with kizzle to talk about black male wellness okay uh so don't go nowhere keep it live
0: our naacp image award nominated book truth's table black women's musings on life love and liberation is making waves and shifting culture I closed this book feeling like I had just partaken in a multi-course meal filled with grace and the courage to carry on. And I believe you'll finish this book feeling the same way. Morgan Harper Nichols, artist and poet. By Truth's Table, Black women's musings on life, love, and liberation at our website or wherever books are sold. All right,
1: y'all, we are back at the table talking about Black male wellness with my brother Kizzle. Okay. So, you know, Kizzle, you talked about your faith journey. We -hmm. talked about the church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would love to hear about your own, um, your own social location being a second gen Ghanaian American. Mm -hmm. I would Mm -hmm. love to hear how it is that you came to embrace mental health, not only just embrace it for yourself, championing it for mm-hmm. other black men and creating a whole platform for it because i think you know i'm speaking as a second gen nigerian american mm. i think that in our community in the black community as a whole there is a stigma you know about mental health but i think that even within the african community within the black Ooh. immigrant community it's even stronger. This is just yeah. anecdotal. I don't have the data, but I'm sure I would no. imagine the data probably backs this up.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: I would love for you to talk about how is it from your own social location as a second gen Ghanaian American, how did you come to embrace mental health, wellness, and therapy? Um, and mm-hmm. then also championing that and, and create this platform for other black men. I think it's remarkable. yeah,
0: that's a that's a beautiful question. Um <laughs> I had to. I'll say that for sure. Right. So I had to right? So we talked earlier about me dealing with depression and suicidal ideations. If I didn't embrace the fact that mental health was a thing or is a thing, um, I probably wouldn't be here. I'll be honest with you. Right. Like I was at a point where I did not want to be here anymore. Like seriously. Um, And so when I got there, I was like, man, this is not you. But when you're going through depression, it's hard to realize that you're going through a period in your life that isn't where you were before because you're so engulfed in it, right? And so I had periods when I was going through depression where I couldn't even, I couldn't remember what it was like to not be depressed, right? Because Mm -hmm. that's how engulfed I was. And I was like, yo, like, I've been dealing with this so long. I don't remember what it's like to not be dealing with this. Um, And so I had to... I had to acknowledge, um, mental health. Luckily in my household, um, I didn't grow up in like the, uh, like the, the very strict, yeah, like you, same. you know, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't grow yeah, up in same. like the very strict, you can't say anything. You must do everything we tell you to do household. No, my Yeah. yeah I, I, I thank God for my parents. I thank God for my, my mom and my dad, my dad is uh, Ghanaian and my mom is Trinidadian and uh, there
1: you go. Trinidadian. Okay.
0: Yeah, right. Yes. So, so yes. there's a there's a little bit of mix. So I got the I got the yeah. uh, the Ghanaian upbringing, but also the Caribbean, what well, you know, it's, West Indies, black like,
1: immigrant it's, through and through. Yeah,
0: exactly <laughs> upbringing as well, right? So I got a I got a good mix, but they're both um, open, right? Like maybe That's not good. in the sense of I'm going to try this and do this, but they're open to conversation. And so that allowed me to to develop a voice. And this Mm. is what we struggle with as black men, because as black boys, we're not allowed that voice. We're not allowed to really speak up. We're not allowed to really even express that we have anything going on. But for me growing up, um, I was allowed to have a voice. And so as I got through, as I started going um, through my mental health issues and my struggles, I was reaching out to people. But the reason why I was Mm -hmm. still depressed is because people don't understand your friends are not therapists. Your friends are your friends, right? Like they're going to support and help you through, but they can only help as much as you have a foundation already built, right? And so what I mean by that is like, you have to have some type of foundation that they Mm -hmm. can then help you support. And I didn't have Mm -hmm. any foundation. So they're trying Mm -hmm. to support something that's not, standing on anything. I don't have any pillars. Stable. I don't I don't have exactly. I don't have any tools. I don't mm-hmm. know that I can meditate. I don't know that I can journal. Right. right? Like That's I don't right. know that these are these are things that I can try on and actually do that will help me. And so I'm mm-hmm. having these conversations. I'm reaching out. I have my voice. I can talk, but at the same time what I'm getting back isn't helping me through because I don't have a foundation that I can stand on because I'm not mm-hmm. in some type of therapy or coaching with a professional. Right. And so um, I had to acknowledge it. And when I started acknowledging it, I realized that me acknowledging it made it easier for other black men to acknowledge it as well. And it made me realize I wasn't crazy because that's what was that was another thing as well. I was like, yo, am I crazy or are we going? Right. are A lot of us going through this and nobody's saying anything. And so mm-hmm. for me, it was almost like an experiment. Let me just talk about it and see and see what mm-hmm. people say. Right. And so I would start talking about it. And then people would tell me, "Yo, bro, I was going through the same thing. I'm like, yo, bro, what? Why are we sitting here not saying anything to each other? You know what I'm saying? And so that developed the concept that lead with vulnerability. So I say that a lot. Leading Mm. with vulnerability. Right. Because and what that means is you opening up first to give somebody else the space to open up as well. Right. And it may not be the same thing. Right. You and I may have may not have the same exact experiences. But when you open up and you talk about your upbringing. Right. Mm -hmm. As a second Mm -hmm. gen. Right. Then Mm -hmm. it gives me the Mm -hmm. space. Oh, yeah. You know, I went through that as well. And I I had to go through this. I had to go through that. So it just creates a space where we can be ourselves. Right. And we can feel comfortable having a conversation. And it's therapeutic. It's not therapy, but it is therapeutic because (laughs) you are allowed to express what you're dealing with instead of internalizing it, right? Mm. So I think um, for me, it was acknowledging it because I understood that I had to and what I was dealing with. But also my parents did a good job of allowing me to have a voice growing up. And that doesn't mean I was That's yelling so at them awesome. and doing all these crazy things or anything like that. Of course not. It was just allowing <laughs> me to advocate for myself and speak up when, you know, when there was things that concerned me, right? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, man, I I, I, I really... I feel like it's important for us to uh, acknowledge it and 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 create spaces for other people um, to speak up. And I think leading with vulnerability does that. But it takes it takes you have to be comfortable with yourself in order to do that. I know everybody's not there, so yes. you start where you are, right? You start with what you're comfortable yes. with and create spaces for people to to then talk. And then as you you'll see, like as you guys talk, more and more things will come out. And you after at the end of that conversation, you'll feel like a completely different person. You'll feel like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders.
1: Wow. You know, um, Mm -hmm. leading with vulnerability. Now, Mm -hmm. that is a word. Uh, That can Mm -hmm. help you in so many ways. Relationships, Mm -hmm. uh, 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 friendships, all kinds of relationships. Our friendships, uh, our our, our relationship with our parents, our siblings, Mm -hmm. right? Family dynamics, Mm -hmm. all types of uh, within our family unit. Uh, I I really love that. It it does Mm -hmm. liberate other people to open up
0: to you. Right. Right, you know, or or to open
1: up, period, because Mm. you it took courage.
0: Yes. you know, it it takes courage
1: to be vulnerable. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, I
0: was gonna say one of the things I love. I was talking to um, I was talking to my girlfriend just now. We we was talking on FaceTime. Her family is visiting her, um, and her dad. He's a he's a he's African as well, right? He's from Tanzania. Um, he's one of the biggest supporters of the platform. Like he oh, watches what? every podcast episode, what? like I love every that. episode. Like before, I could that's even beautiful. tell her, "Hey, you know, there's an episode." <laughs> he's already watched. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, we're, <laughs> right, like he's already told her about it, right? So that's
1: right. I we love were talking
0: that. on the phone. We were talking on the phone today, and I was like yo, tell your dad to watch the newest episode because we were talking about father when it was in the newest episode and I just thought it would be a good episode that he's w- to watch. She's like, oh yeah, he already told me all about it. They were talking about it when they came. I said, yo, <laughs> like, but it, it, it's, it's interesting, right? And the reason why I'm mentioning this is because the lead with vulnerability thing is when I have these conversations on a podcast, it allows us to have a space to actually talk about these things, whereas we normally probably wouldn't, right? Like yes. you probably aren't yes. going to talk to your girlfriend or your father, your father-in-law, mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. father wounds. On you're probably not going to have those kind of conversations, mm-hmm. right? right? We we right. also have had conversations about like um, emotional, like emotional availability in the, in the mm-hmm. household, right? And like what that mm-hmm. looks like and what it means to say, I love you to your family instead of adding like a That's bro right. or a man on top of it. And this is because these are conversations that have sparked from him watching the podcast. He was interested God, in the right. topic and he brought it up and we started having a conversation about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think this is, that just points to the fact that um, even the, the, the way in which I said lead with vulnerability, it doesn't necessarily have to be your vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you guys can watch something together and then create a right. conversation as a result of what you've watched, yes. right? Or as a result of what you've read. So it doesn't That's always right. have to be your vulnerability. That's a hack, right? It could be mm-hmm. something that, that mm-hmm. you relate to. You can share it with your partner, your friend, your family That's member, right. and just say, yo, how, what do you think about this?
1: What do you think about and that? And yeah.
0: exactly, now we're having a conversation. And based on their response, you can now figure out if it's a, if it's a safe space for you to share what you've actually been through. So that's a hack as well. Yeah. That's a hack. Come on, um, come on yeah. with the
1: vulnerability hacks. I love no, it. 50. Yes, keep it practical. 50. I love that. That is a hack. So I love yeah. that, and mm-hmm. I love that. Um, you know, we talked about you know the the some, the African dynamic and the fact that your girlfriend's, uh, dad, you know, is African, and so I mm-hmm. I I wonder and I hope you know I think that in the last let me see if I had to put a number on it, let me say what is this twenty? I would say probably in the last five uh, let's say five to seven years um mm-hmm. I think there's been there's is anecdotal <laughs> there's mm-hmm. been a shift I think within our community overall on a much more positive perception on mental health I don't think we're, we're quite exactly where we want to be but I think mm-hmm. there has been some significant progress you know and some changes and I do wonder um from your vantage point, from the fact Mm -hmm. that you sent us the bio, it was at 75,000 and now you're over a hundred thousand. Do you know, can you pinpoint, you know, what, um, uh, uh, you know, the tipping point, you know, for why it's garnered Um, uh, uh, so much attention, why express yourself black man um, has, you know, has garnered this much, you know, uh, this much of a following that will continue to grow.
0: Yeah. So you have to remember, right. So we're in I call these like the the prime seasons for mental health, right? So we had um, May was Mental Health Awareness Month, right? Oh yes, and then yes, June yes. is Men's Health Awareness Month. It's also Pride Month, right? And okay. with yes. Pride, there's a lot of mental health just attached with Pride, just in oh, general, yes, because yes, yes, yes. there's yes. always mm-hmm. there's there's so much that that has to be unpacked with that, right? Sure. So and when when you look at those two months mm-hmm. in succession. Mm-hmm. And we're Mm -hmm. continuously having the conversation. People, what's happening is when Mental Health Awareness Month starts, we start seeing all of these campaigns, right? We start seeing all these different conversations, all of these brand deals. People have series coming out, all these things. What it's forcing us to do as a society is Mm -hmm. reveal what we're dealing with subconsciously or unconsciously. We're, We're bringing that to our conscious mind. Mm -hmm. Right. As a result, Mm -hmm. we're now seeking out solutions, whether we want to or not. We're seeking out solutions. And I think for the most part, what people are seeing with the platform is they're getting affirmed. I affirm black men every weekday. Right. Technically, Mm -hmm. every weekday and Saturday. Right. Because on Saturday, we we run run the affirmations from the week just in case somebody missed on. Right. So every every yeah every weekday. I affirm black men because we don't get that enough. We don't get that affirmation, that validation. That was something that was was really lacking growing up. You know, my parents did a great Mm -hmm. job. They just didn't know I needed affirmation. You know, like they didn't know that I needed to be told you're handsome. They didn't know that I was being bullied, you know, in school and that I was reinforcing what the bulliers were saying to me at home and that the way in which to deal with that is to affirm. Your child, mm-hmm. right? So that's why mm-hmm. affirmations are so important. So I, I, am I, I have those on every uh, weekday, and I think that's yes. really been helping black men. And then I'm bringing in guests that are not bashing the community, right? We don't want people that are bashing the community. It's important to hold black men accountable. Don't get me wrong. I'm always going to do that. We, we need to be held accountable. We need sure. to do better in terms of in certain aspects of our lives, right? But we don't need to be bashed. Right. Yeah, and so exactly. I bring in guests that understand how to walk, how to, how to tow that line. And when they mm-hmm. don't know how to tow that line, I make sure that I tow it in which, in the way in which we disseminate the content. Right. That's so right. I think, yeah, it's editing. Right? Yeah, so- exactly, exactly. Exactly. I'm like, this one was a little, this one was a little hot. Let me let me go ahead and trim this right here. Cut this right there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So editing. yeah. So we make sure That we are mindful of the space that we're creating for the men and the people that are in our community. Um, And so I think when people are, when you combine that with the fact that we're in Mental Health Awareness Month, we're in Men's Health Month, people are like, yo, you know what? This makes sense. And Mm. I like what this platform is doing. I I like the podcast. I like being affirmed daily. I like the solutions that are being provided. And I need this because we all, whether we want to admit it or not, Um, We all have our own battles when it comes to our mental health. We all have things that we need to deal with. And so if there is a platform like ours that's providing these solutions, that's providing um, spaces for men to have these conversations on a daily basis, it just kind of becomes a no brainer for the man that's actively trying to be better. Right. And so um, I think that's why the growth has been so much in the past uh, like month and some change. Yeah. And and that's really helped us, Yeah.
1: I love that. I think, uh, you know, I actually just started in therapy, too. And I
0: Ooh, love my therapy. He's, he's love it. great. it.
1: And mm-hmm. so, because I just have a lot of adverse childhood events that I experienced, you know. And mm-hmm. so I was like, you know, I just want to be able to get, you know just good handles, you know, on right. the things that have experienced and work through some of that, you know, that Yeah, get trauma. some
0: foundation. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you get the tools, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you know, you yeah. the tools, right? To be able to self-regulate, do all, you know, all of, all of those things, you know, that you learn right. in therapy. Mm-hmm. And from Express Yourself, Black Man. Um, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know how you were talking about, you know, um, you know, how Black men need to be held accountable and how we don't want to bash. And so I'm actually glad you brought that up because one thing, the reason... In part, the reason why Truce Table decided, you know, to do Black Brother We Love You series um, mm. is to make sure that we are upholding um, black men, the concerns of black men, honoring um, black men. But that doesn't mean that's void of accountability, right? Um, right. But there is um, a, I want to say it's a, the rhetoric, you know, um, on social media and, and in real life between Black men and women is pretty radioactive, you know, Mm -hmm. at the moment. And so this is, in some ways, this is our intervention, uh, Truth Mm -hmm. Tables intervention, having this this series. I would love for you to kind of just kind of give your own insights and your own, uh, yeah, just perspective on... Yeah. these tensions that we're seeing between black men and women and you know yeah. with, in the podcast <laughs> manosphere and you yeah. know just any any insights do you have um on yeah. what you've been seeing on your own timeline too and how can we begin to uh, uh, uh intervene really
0: yeah on that. i would see i would I would caution people to be mindful of the content that they consume that's what I always tell people. Oh. Come right. Um, because on. I'll be very honest with you. I'm in the podcast mm-hmm. space. I'm in the content creation space. I create content sure. on a daily basis. I'm on, on Instagram all the time. I do not mm-hmm. see 75% of the content that that riles people up. Why? Yes. Because I don't follow <laughs> yeah. the platforms that continuously yes. write, promote yeah. that type of content. Um, And I, yeah, like you said, I curate my feed. Right, I am the curator of my feed, right? The algorithm feeds me what I engage in. Once you understand <laughs> that that fundamental concept, it'll be way easier for you to you know control what you consume. If you watch mm-hmm. five videos of someone driving a motorcycle and you watch the That's full you video, <laughs> you know what you know what your suggested video is gonna be next. Another person watching a riding a motorcycle. Now, That's if you right. watch five That's videos right. of relationship debates, people yelling at each other, conflict. You know what your sixth video is going to be? Another relationship debate, another conflict, right? That's right. Um, so That's you right. have to understand these things, and this is what it means to be conscious, mm. make conscious mm-hmm. decisions. A lot of us are just subconsciously just on social media just scrolling, scrolling, That's being right. triggered, commenting, sharing, scrolling, mm. scrolling. As soon as you start to do those things and you're just subconsciously on social media and not paying attention to what it is that you're consuming, you're not, you're not curating your feed for yourself, you're going to get fed more and more things that That's trigger right. you, that get That's you right. in a space where you engage. Because it's all about engagement. They don't care about whether it's positive or negative. They just want engagement, mm-hmm. right? The mm-hmm. algorithm is not going to decipher whether that was a happy comment or a sad one. They just That's know that right. you engage with the content. And that means that if they send you more, you're going to stay on the platform longer. Right. And Mm. so for me, it's been about curating my feed. And then also I'll tell people this as a podcaster, Mm. because people don't a lot of people don't have this this level of insight. A lot of podcasts are really like reality TV. It's not real. Real? Real? You know what I'm saying? Like it's Mm. not a lot of these conversations that are being had. They understand at a fundamental level what gets people moving. Right. Mm -hmm. What gets people engaged. These mm-hmm. content creators mm-hmm. are doing these things because they understand if I get more people engaged, whether it be good or bad conversation, that drives mm-hmm. my analytics up. That helps me to perform better with reach. I can be able to get more brand deals. Mm-hmm. I can get more people that, 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 that look at the podcast, that want to yes. buy merch. All It's a business, right? Yes. And so yes. they're incentivized, for lack of better words, to create content that's very polarizing because they that's understand right. that it's going to generate engagement. And so you mm-hmm. have to understand that as a consumer and know how to pivot when it comes to platforms that aren't aligning with where you want to go. right? And mm-hmm. so I think when you look at it at like, like that, it becomes a lot easier and stop attaching what you're going through to what's being said on the screen. Because I'll yeah. tell you, from having conversations with folks, being in a room, doing my own podcast, seeing how podcasts are done. A lot of these things are like reality TV. The mm. cameras start rolling. People Produce, turn into certain yeah. characters and actors. And when the cameras turn off, oh man, that was a great one. We're going to get them with these clips. Right, Trust and believe right. me. And guess what mm. they do? They get them. They they definitely get you. They, get them, right? they, because get you. they definitely do. Because a lot of these mm. platforms, like I said, are just incentivized to share things that they know are going to generate a lot of engagement be mindful of who you follow right. and that's why right. you follow them that's I a big that. thing man people just following pages just because they got a lot of they got a lot of followers and it's like
1: yeah
0: do you need do you mean, need, need this content on a daily basis that's do you right. need to be up to date on celebrity gossip and like what this person's doing and that person like i, I do you need right. that do you really right. need it right. i don't beneficial. know you let me know you let me know. <laughs> right. I don't know. You know right. what I'm saying? And the algorithm should not
1: know you better than you know yourself. Okay? The algorithm should not know you better than you know yourself. Um, mm-hmm. You know, You know, because I would love to hear from your perspective. You know, I'm thinking about the Black men um, in my life, some mm. that are in therapy, some that are not yet or haven't mm-hmm. prioritized it, you know, mm-hmm. who, who believe in it, you know what I mean? And say mm-hmm. amen to it, but they haven't taken the next step you know, mm-hmm. to, to go in to look for a therapist, uh, to even look to see if their insurance covers it, you know, because, uh, yeah. you know, it does take, you got to, you do have to be diligent. <laughs> I would say they don't mm-hmm. make it exactly the easiest thing to find uh, mm-hmm. a therapist. You got to really be determined, you know, right. um, to want to find one. I would right. love for you to talk to our listeners to, if you can talk about some of the ways that um, maybe some mental health struggles show up You know, Mm -hmm. for black men, I don't think it's Mm -hmm. always so obvious, you know, um, for black men. I would love to, because if there's a way you can just kind of talk about if if, if anything comes to mind about what are some ways that it shows up? Is it working too much? Is it always, you know, being on the phone all the time? Like what from your own vantage point as somebody who Mm -hmm. receives therapy and believes in it? What are some 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 symptoms that you have seen?
0: Yeah. Overworking is one because if I overwork Mm. then I don't have to deal with what's going on
1: Mm -hmm. I can I can
0: keep my mind off of what I'm actually feeling and experiencing Mm -hmm. so I'm going to work myself for better words to death for for lack of better words to death right because I don't want to actually deal with what's going on internally that's a big one right um A lot of guys, uh, that's like their coping mechanism is to, instead of deal with with what they're going through, is to not think about it. And in order to not think about it, they have to be active all the time. Here's what happens Uh when you do that, though. You run into burnout. Uh Right? So now Uh you're not only just dealing with burnout, but you're also dealing with the issues that you were still, you were trying to run from.
1: So now you have. Now, what does that burnout look like? What does that look like?
0: That burnout looks like I am at a place where I can't do this anymore. I am at a capacity that I cannot manage. I'm working at a rate that or a pace that I cannot manage anymore. This is too much. There's too much on me. I feel like I'm being pressured from all sides and nobody even knows what's going on, right? So now you get to the point where you, you you're kind of getting to like emotional outbursts. Right. Because mm-hmm. you you have you have internalized it to the point where you ha- it has to come out. Right. It has to. Mm-hmm. Right. You've internalized it. You've tried to work yourself, work yourself, work yourself, work yourself, work yourself to death. But at some point in time, you have to come back to self. Um, mm-hmm. And that return to self is like um, it's, a, it's an emotional explosion. Right. So that's when you mm-hmm. see people like freak out or like I'm punching this person that has no, no, nothing to do right. with what's going right. on. Right. Misdirected anger. Um, mm-hmm. emotional outbursts, like crying spells, weeping, those kind of that's things right? right because you have an, you have a store of so much uh, unprocessed emotions and feelings and mm-hmm. it has to come out it has to mm-hmm. like it's going to come out whether it be mm-hmm. you taking it out on your family or you being alone, it's going to come out in some way, shape mm-hmm. or form. So I would say mm-hmm. that's one of the things. Um, but then also like the complete opposite not working at all. I don't have a plan. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know where I want to do it. I don't even That's know where, I don't know where I want to go. I'm just out here just chilling, you know? Mm-hmm. And that, and mm-hmm. most of the times what we will characterize those people as is like, oh, they're just lackadaisical. They're just chill. Yeah, or they're
1: lazy, right? Or they're,
0: la- exactly. Mm-hmm. Or they're lazy. Nah, that man might be depressed, right? That's like right. that man might be depressed. That boy mm-hmm. might be depressed. The reason why it's hard for him to come up with a plan is because he's he, he, he could be depressed. Mm-hmm. Right. And we don't acknowledge those as signs of depression. We mm-hmm. acknowledge them as, man, you lazy. You That's lazy. Right. You see what uh what what, what Kevin Kevin's doing. on on, on and the neighbor's son is doing. Why you ain't doing what Kevin's doing? Now you're just mm-hmm. making him even more depressed. That's right. Right? Because, right. like, damn, I can't even be depressed right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't even be sad, right? I can't even, right. I can't even go through my feelings the right way. You know, right. so it's like those two, I think those two spectrums, mm-hmm. when you when you notice those things, like this the overworking and then just the, the no in, no interest in working at all, questions start mm-hmm. have to start, you have to start asking questions. Instead of just going straight into why are you why are you this way? Right? Like start trying to figure out what could be causing this.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. And start
0: and start mm-hmm. probing from a space That's of cool. empathy. Right. Yeah. Not a space of judgment. Because again, mm. as black men, we we really, I'll speak for myself, we run from yes. judgment.
1: Mm. You know what I'm saying?
0: Like we do, we are not trying to be judged. We're always yeah, okay. being judged. Mm-hmm.
1: I like that. I, you know, and mm-hmm. that, and that is true. Black men are always being judged. Tell me the difference in your mind. How do you make a distinction? Do you make a distinction between judgment and accountability? And if so, what is that? What's the the line of demarcation?
0: Accountability always has empathy in it. If you're mm. going to, if you're gonna, if you're gonna hold me accountable in the right way, right? There's mm-hmm. going to be empathy in there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and so I'll give you an example of when I hold my friends accountable. Right? It's like. Yo, David, nah, you're better than that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want, mm-hmm. I don't think you should be doing that. Yo, like, mm-hmm. I love you. And I don't think that's the route in which you should take. I love you. Right? There's empathy. Right? There. Love, right? Yeah. There's, there's care. Right? Mm-hmm. There's compassion. I'm not telling you, David, you're a f up. Why the hell are you mm-hmm. this way? That's mm-hmm. judgment. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. accountability is I want you to be better because I care about you.
1: That's right. That's right? right? You
0: know what I'm saying? The care is there. But when we just come on and when we're when we're talking to people and we don't add that care or that level of empathy, it it becomes very hard for that person to receive it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times why black men are specifically judged more, um, in my opinion, is because mm-hmm. we aren't humanized in that way. It's like, oh, he don't need to be. He don't need that care. Right. What right. do you need that for? Like, right. just do better. Right. right? You mm-hmm. a man. Suck mm-hmm. it up. Figure it out. You're supposed to get it. You're supposed to get it done. You're supposed to be good. Right. And mm-hmm. so that can lead to when you have these conversations is just is really just judgment um, disguised as accountability. It's like, nah, that's not accountability. Right. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you technically are holding him accountable, but it's not in a way in which he's going to receive it. So is it really accountability? Yes. Is it really yes. you holding yes. him accountable? Right. If yes. he's not able he to receive it. Receive it.
1: Exactly. Right. right. It's right. not. Gotcha. Right. It's just noise. Mm-hmm.
0: So you have to understand the empathy has to be there. And this is not just for black men only right this is yes. this is for everybody this is just mm-hmm. how you and how you how you speak to human beings to get them to move right like yes. it's it's a certain That's like changing. language this is why i always mm-hmm. say in language they understand in mm-hmm. language yes. they understand yes. right we yes. give them the tools and resources they need in language they understand because the language is mm-hmm. very important i can give you the tools all day but if you can't understand the language in which i communicate the tools to you there's no there are they're, they're not mm-hmm. tools right Mm. it's not tools so we have to understand the language has to be right the way in which Mm. we speak to men and people in general has to be right there has to be a certain level of empathy included in these conversations and these corrections that we're trying to to make with people and Mm -hmm. i'll and you'll see that there's a, a a different response one of the things that i think um has revolution revolutionized the way i think about parenting is uh positive reinforcement versus versus just like punishment right like mm-hmm. i think a lot of times we just we in in the black community we go straight into they must be punished right. beatings whoopings right. whatever the case may be Hopefully. we need to correct mm-hmm. this behavior right
1: mm-hmm.
0: we need to correct this behavior and it's a it's a like a it's a really fair based approach absolutely yeah. to parenting mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um but what i've learned and there's studies on this is that positive reinforcement actually does better Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of just beating them for something they're doing wrong, you reward them in a, in a small way for what they're doing. Right. Yeah, right. Right. When people start to get more rewards for what they're doing right, they go into that direction. Now, mm-hmm. you're probably going to get the same result with both. But what's going to end up happening is they're not going to register the what like the, the, the critical thinking that requires them to actually understand this learned behavior. Right. Mm -hmm. So instead of them saying, "Okay, you know, I need to clean my room because my room needs to be clean and cleanly so I know where to find things and all these different kind of things. I'm going to clean my room because I don't want to get beat. Right. Right. That's a completely different thought process. I'm not critically thinking there. Right. The second one is I'm not critically thinking at all. I'm thinking based Mm -hmm. off of fear. I'm only cleaning my room because I want to survive. I don't want to be beat. It's a
1: survival tactic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Mm -hmm. Right? It's Mm just a survival tactic. I just want to Mm -hmm. survive. I don't want to be beat. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be harmed. Mm -hmm. Versus I've had a conversation with mom and dad or my caregiver, and I understand that cleaning my room leads to better results in my life, and then I'm also going to get a a certain level of positive reinforcement once Mm -hmm. I do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is not for every case. I know there's differences, there's nuances, but we have to start thinking about parenting a little bit differently and the conversation that we have with people a little bit differently to see how we can get them to move in ways that don't require us to fear it, you know, like to scare Mm -hmm. them into it. Because I see a lot of that, a lot of scare tactics. Yeah. A lot of force and coercion. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. More more grace, less force.
0: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) It takes takes patience. Mm -hmm. It takes
1: wisdom in order to know how. (laughs) You know mm-hmm. how you know to do that, but I think that that's that's a paradigm shift, you know, for us. But I think that is the way that we ought to move and have to have to move um, in in all of our relationships, especially those parental, you know, ones yes. too. So I'm actually I'm really glad that you uh, you raised that. You know, I would love for you to talk to our audience. There's two things I want you to do. But first mm. thing I want you to do is talk to our audience about a black man safe haven. Mm-hmm. and express yourself black man. what is mm-hmm. the difference how can they you know begin to get plugged in how can our brothers in the standing room section of truth table get plugged in because i just know after they've mm-hmm. been hearing this conversation between us i know they're like i got to I, I gotta learn get- about this i gotta yeah, sign up i gotta get, I gotta get into therapy mm-hmm. so
0: mm-hmm.
1: what is are the what's the difference between the two how can yeah. they um get connected
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you asked that, right? So, Mm -hmm. Express Yourself Black Man is the healing platform, right? It's the community, it's the Instagram, the TikTok, it's the YouTube, it's the podcast. (laughs) It's where we start the conversation, right? And the emphasis on start, because I always tell people you can't heal from social media alone. As much as I would love to, if I could. Say that again. Listen, you can't heal from social media alone, all right? You can't heal from these podcasts alone. It sounds great. (laughs) And it's real therapeutic. And that's where people start getting confused because they listen to a podcast and then they won't put any action behind what they've actually heard. And so you're not actually growing. You're just confusing yourself and making it seem like you actually are, but you're not. Right. So the Express Yourself Black Man platform is the social media—that's where you come it's in an and you get the, yeah, you know exactly. exactly. It's like an on ramp. You go to the mall, right, and they give you like the teriyaki chicken, and you're in the food court. And they're like, "Hey, you want a piece of the chicken?" What they're trying to get you to do is come in and order the full meal, right? And uh-huh. so that's the same way in which you can think about the platform, right? We're just giving out little bits of teriyaki chicken. We want you to that's come great. in and actually experience this full healing work <laughs> inside of Safe Haven, right? And so that will segue right. into Safe Haven. A Black Man Safe Haven, that's the holistic healing platform. That's where we actually really do the work, right? So when Mm -hmm. people see Express Yourself Black Man, they get confused because they're like, oh man, these affirmations are great. The conversations on the podcast are great. It's all good. Mm -hmm. But then you got to go back home. You don't have a support network. You don't have a Black mental health professional that's working you through the things that you're going through. You don't have people that you can call on. You don't have resources and tools that you know to use. So it's hard, right? And so in Safe Haven, what we do is we pair black men with black mental health professionals. We have a program um, called Safe Haven Healers, where we have black mental health professionals apply for the program. And what they do is they offer sessions, coaching sessions to Mm -hmm. these men that come into the platform, right? And so these professionals, they specialize in all different kinds of things. I just had one that applied today that does hypnotherapy, Right, may not get Wonderful. in, may get in. Yeah, does hypnotherapy. So we're gonna have a conversation, and right. I'm gonna see, you know, if I feel like that's somebody that should come into the platform. But we have a mm-hmm. variety of of healers that's that great. come from all different kinds of experiences and backgrounds, life coaches, psychotherapists, clinical psychologists. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, trauma all therapists.
1: What about you? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yes, trauma therapists. EMDR. Right, all of these, exactly, exactly, all yeah. of these different mm-hmm. kinds of people that come in and are doing the work inside of coaching sessions for the members, right? And that's just one aspect of what we offer inside of Safe Haven, right? Outside of that, we have the support network because we understand the importance of having a support network. We were talking about a church home, church family, right? It's important to have those people, exactly. (laughs) It's important to have those people that you can lean on. And we understand that that's very important as well for a black man on his healing journey. Yes, you can go into these coaching sessions, but when you go back home, and your bros are doing the same thing or your family's on the same thing. It's hard for you to really start to enact some of the things that you exactly. learn, right? Because you don't have the support of the people around you. So we're solving mm-hmm. that problem by giving black men access to the support network, right? You talked That's about it amazing. earlier. It's over 250 black men that are inside of mm-hmm. Safe Haven that are doing the work, right? And what we do is we have community forums. We have touch points where we basically get into a, a group session, something similar to this, where but just more men. And we talk that's things right. through, right? We have group conversations, group calls. We'll have psychoeducational groups with what that's our, that are actually led by therapists where we actually go through the process of like healing, what it looks like, what it is that you're going through, and give men a space to actually talk about these things because we normally don't have a space to talk about these things. That's and right. then on the other end of the support network is we have the healing library, right? And so the mm-hmm. healing library is a culmination of resources, articles, you know, books that we have curated to help black men through their healing journey so we talk about depression we talk about anxiety we talk about personal development things that you can do inside of sessions to better your 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 experience right and then we also have a uh a credit personal finance credit repair specialist that works inside a safe haven that helps men with their credit because this is holistic healing you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's holistic killing. We're not just focused on the mental. We're not just focused Come on the spiritual. On, we're trying to hit it from all ends because we understand oh, yeah, it's yeah. hard for you to be able to move forward with your life if you're getting all these mental health tips, yes. but you're still struggling to survive on a day-to-day basis. That's if your right. credit is messed up, if you're not able to do what you need to do, it's hard for you to be able Especially to really take right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We know that, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we have... Um, Jamel That's Phillips, true. who's a certified credit repair specialist, has helped hundreds of people, black people with their credit. And he comes in. He has a mastermind that teaches black men how to fix their credit, how to leverage their credit to build wealth. And then he also has content that he, he posts inside of Safe Haven from from time to time. We also have an affirmation generator helps black men to generate their own affirmations. That's powered by A.I., open A.I. Um, we I also gotta have think
1: about A.I., but please continue. This is a new generation. Oh, you you? I'm like, I'm do not you, doing do this.
0: Listen, listen, I'm no, seriously, listen, listen, I'm telling <laughs> you though, great. but we have using to- Using it
1: for have, good, using it yeah, for good.
0: <laughs> exactly, using it for good, right? Because we understand, right? Here's the thing, right? We understand how important affirmations are, right? When Very I told you, I, I, we affirm black men every weekday, right? We want yes, black men do. to be able to have those tools. We don't want you to have to rely on us as the source of that, right? So we have the mm. affirmation generator, All they have to do is go in, write something that they're dealing with. I'm dealing with anxiety. I want five affirmations, right? And then they'll spit out five affirmations that'll help them with that specific topic. Now you can take those, put those in your journal, say them to yourselves in the mirror. You don't have to wait for... Kizzle or express mm-hmm. yourself, black man, to post one affirmation on a weekday, you can get five. And hope it hits, right? And hope it hits. What you're doing? Situation. No, <laughs> you, you go in the affirmation generator when you're in safe haven and generate your own for your specific situation so or for great. people that you know that may be dealing with something. Um, and it uh, allows them to take back power in their healing journey. It empowers them to go through the healing process themselves, right? And so these are. I can keep going for as long as, you know what I'm saying? But I, we there are so many different things that we're doing inside of Safe Haven. And that's why I say Express Yourself Black, man, is really the teriyaki on the toothpick. That's little right. piece of teriyaki chicken on the toothpick. That's and right. Express Yourself Black, man, is the whole, is, is the I mean, the Safe mm-hmm. Haven platform is the full course meal to help okay. you if you're going through something and you want to get connected with a Black mental health professional. You want that support network you want to be able to have access to the healing library you want some of the ai tools that's where you Mm. go in to actually do the real real work and really start to heal and grow as an individual um one of the things we're doing i don't know when this episode is going to release but we always do webinars yeah Okay, great. Yeah. yeah, so we do webinars, right? So we do free webinars where- How often? I, How often are those webinars,
1: webinars? So
0: this oh. one, we're doing a father's a father wounds webinar, healing father wounds. That's going to be yes. the day before Father's Day, right? So that's going to yes. be June June, June 17th uh, okay. next week, right? Mm-hmm. So we're also, what we're, we're going to do is, because we know a lot of people are probably not going to be able to get into it just because of a variety of reasons. We're going to have the recording available for black for black men. Right Love so it. what we're going to do is anybody that you know is watching this episode they may not be able to get in there you'll just be able to click the link in our bio and you'll be able to find the healing father wounds webinar we're going to teach it again over the course of the year so you can just go in register and find a time that works for you and you'll That's be true. you may be lucky you may we may just happen to be teaching it right right around that time awesome. and you'll be able to get in and get the information right because we deal with a lot of father wounds we deal with the the the, yes. the impact of having sometimes a present father that has no emotional availability or a father that's, that's just right. not present at all that doesn't want to be in our oh, lives, right? Or, an, or right. A, a verbally abusive father, right? And so we're taking, mm-hmm. we're taking that and we're teaching men how to turn that into one of their greatest strengths because there is a route in which you can take to do that, right? So we're talking about how to do that work, right? And then we also have another webinar, a free webinar, where we take men through the process of finding a therapist on their own, we walk them through that that's process great. because that's a, that's a daunting process as well, right? It and a is. lot of men don't do the work because they just don't know how to start, right? And so that's we're right. trying to help men with that. So we're bringing back that mm-hmm. webinar. is how to find a dope black therapist. That webinar will be brought back probably, um, if not this month, then next month. But all of that okay. stuff will be in, our, in the link in our that. bio. Um, that's, that's at great. Express Yourself Black Man on Instagram, on TikTok, YouTube, okay. and ExpressYourselfBlackMan.com. Um, if you're interested in Safe Haven, it's expressyourselfblackman dot com slash safe dash haven, and then you can okay. also follow us uh, on Express Yourself black Men, but also the Safe Haven has its own page, Black Man Safe Haven on Instagram, and there's some resources and stuff for Black men um, oh, and the Black community in there as well. So and
1: so, yeah. Black Man Safe Haven is also is that also an app. Is that where they it's can an app access well. the AI so, generator? A, okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the support network. Is its own app that affirmation okay. generator is on the website when they log into their account, they get access to that. Yeah, got it. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. that
1: is just beautiful, Kizzle. You know, the mm-hmm. one, the last thing, and now I'm gonna let mm-hmm. you go because this has been such a rich conversation.
0: I've loved um, it. Yeah. I
1: actually, I really, I really want you to talk to, I am you stuck with me now, brother. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you, I uh, want you to talk to the brothers at Mm -hmm. the table and in the standing room section who Mm -hmm. have been listening to this episode, or maybe somebody sent it to them,
0: Mm -hmm. you know, Mm because I I have
1: a feeling that's going to happen. They were set this episode Mm -hmm. and they've been wrestling with what you said. They, you know, some things have been turning and germinating within Mm -hmm. them. Sorry. Uh, Some things have been germinating, you know, with them and they're trying to work it out. You know, they're mm. like, what am I going to do? You know, mm. um, can you talk to them? Can you talk to them? Those that might be resistant, that might feel ashamed um, mm. about coming into the light, you know, right. with their mental health issues or their struggles. Maybe this person went through a breakup, maybe mm. a very traumatic breakup, you know, something mm. that you experienced that kind of, you know, pivoted for you. Can mm. you talk to this person and, and and or this brother, I mean, and tell mm. them, uh, speak to the heart you know of this brother and encourage him you know Mm. to get plugged in to to really partner with god in Mm. his own healing can you just Mm. talk
0: to them yeah Mm. absolutely so the merch that we have right the shirt that i have Mm. on right now i don't know if they can see it but it says black man it's okay to not be okay right Mm -hmm. and that was one of the one of the few affirmations that we put up very early um that really generated a lot of conversation and a lot of, a lot of traffic and engagement from black men, because we don't acknowledge that as a fact, right? Like yes. we acknowledge what our, what our thought process is is that we always have to be good. Cause if I'm not good, who's going to be good, who's going to take care yeah. of all these people, but you got to yeah. take care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to prioritize ourselves. Right. And so I would say to this black man, um, put mm-hmm. the same level of energy and effort that you do, into other people, back into yourself, right? Because we're always moving, trying to take care of everybody else, always trying to provide for everybody else, make sure everybody else is good. And then when it comes back to ourselves, we're like last. We don't have anything left in our cup for ourselves. And so it's hard for us to really find a space in which we can really deal with what it is that we're going through. Um, And so please prioritize yourself. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you Mm -mm. you are not crazy right you're not Mm -hmm. crazy for what you've dealt with you're not crazy for how you feel right Mm -hmm. but you would be crazy for not taking a step to actually heal Mm -hmm. right you would be crazy to actually think about these things and say you know what i'm chilling i'm good Mm -hmm. i'm i'm all right i don't even want to address it right because Mm -hmm. you we know it's an issue we know it's a problem you said something that's very 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 important to highlight Mm -hmm. If something stirred up in you, something came up, that means there's something that needs to be addressed. That's right. Right? That means there's something that needs to be addressed. And you not addressing it doesn't mean it's going to go away.
1: Mm.
0: We just talked about the internalization and what happens. Right? It leads to emotional outbursts. Even if it doesn't lead to an emotional outburst, it's something that you're not dealing with that's going to impact the way in which you respond, the way in which you behave. There's a concept mm-hmm. called co- compounded trauma. And we will teach mm-hmm. this in the Father Wounds webinar, but I'll bring it out here just so people understand. Mm-hmm. Compounded sure. trauma, right? It's basically you have trauma that you've dealt with from childhood, you know, teenage, pre teenage, sure. young adult. And then as you get to an adult, this trauma informs the way in which you you interact with the world. Right. That's you have right. relationships that you've been through, conversations, all these different kind of things that inform your behavior that leads to additional trauma because you haven't dealt with the root trauma. That's what compounded trauma is. So now you have layered trauma right? you have mm-hmm. layers and layers and layers and layers of trauma, all because you haven't taken the time to address the root thing. That has sparked a lot of these behaviors in yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to say this. I'm saying all this to say, don't allow your trauma to compound. That's right. Right? Don't allow your trauma to compound. I love compounded interest, but I don't want you know compounded, (laughs) right? Compounded bad. Yeah, exactly. Right. I don't (laughs) want compounded (laughs) trauma. You know what I'm saying? And so you have to be able to take this step to acknowledge that it's okay for you to not be okay. But it's not okay for you to not be okay and and acknowledge that but not do anything about it, right? Uh Because now you're allowing yourself to be impacted by the trauma that you could be addressing, right? And so if something came up in you, take the time to acknowledge that. What is it that you're feeling? Why are you feeling that way? And if you don't know why, that's okay, Mm -hmm. And that's what we have mental health professionals for. That's what we have people that are specialized in these things to help you through. You know, that's what we have them for. So take Mm -hmm. the step, whether it be with us, with somebody else, right? Like join the community, send me a DM. I answer my DMs, right? Like I literally respond to DMs on a daily basis. So if you send a DM, I will Mm -hmm. respond or join the webinars, right? Like get the free game right? Like we're giving out the game for free because we understand it's important for us to have access to these resources. So something came up in you, take a look at it and and understand and acknowledge it. Um, And also acknowledge that you don't have to be good all the time. You don't have to be, you don't have to provide all the time, right? There's times in which you need to take space for yourself. You need to take Mm -hmm. time for Mm -hmm. yourself you need to get yourself right. And there's nothing wrong with you for that. And that doesn't make you any less of a man. For saying, you know what, I need some help and I'm going to go and get yes. that help. That doesn't make you any less of a man. If anything, it makes you more of a man because you understand that in order for you to operate at full capacity for yourself, you have to take care of yourself and you have to That's put right. yourself first. That's
1: right.
0: So I hope right. I really hope that helps a black Thank man that you. may be that may be feeling that way um, because I, I know it all too well.
1: That, that, was, that was beautiful, you know, Kizzle. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, Christina always says this and she says, you know, if you don't deal with your trauma, your trauma will deal with you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. so if I had to say anything to Black men, I would just want to say, Black men, we need you. We need you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, Black men, we love you, you know, and because we love you and because we need you, we want you to be well and we want you to be whole. And mm-hmm. uh, I thank God. Uh, uh, for your platform, Express Yourself Black Man in a Black Man safe haven and whatever else God has for you. Maybe you're a future therapist. Who knows oh, yeah, that's what coming. God has? That's inst- for sure, oh, see, yeah. see, see, mm-hmm, see, mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. Look at that! Mm -hmm. Look at that! Mm -hmm. You know, um, we just don't know. You know, I'm just so grateful. You know, for what Mm -hmm. you're doing out here for Black men, because as Black women, we benefit. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. we benefit too. When you are well, we are well. When we are well, when we are well, y'all are well. You know, Um, and so we got to understand. You know, just our covenantal uh, connection to one another. You know, Mm -hmm. and so, um, so thank you for what you're doing. You know, to strengthen. Uh, black men, and then also strengthen our community in return. So uh, thank you, Kizzle. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you And of course, of course, of course. And of course I want to say thank you to the sisters and the brothers in the standing room section. Uh, Thank y'all so much for taking a seat at the table with us this week. Let's keep the conversation going. Tweet us your thoughts about black brother. We love you. Black male wellness. Okay. Use the hashtag truth table and black Women. Did y'all know that we have a black Women's Facebook discipleship group? Well, now you do make sure you follow truth table on Facebook, join our Facebook group, Facebook group today, invite your homegirls, and or follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at truestable or email us your thoughts about this episode at AskTruceTable at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. truestable has a Patreon account so y'all can send your love offerings to patreon.com slash or you can bless us at our PayPal, which is paypal.me slash TruceTable. Truce audio producer is Joshua Heath. Our video producer is Daryl Bradford and truestable's executive producers and hosts are Akamini Uan and Christina Edmondson. We'll see you soon on the next Truth Table. Bye, y'all.